Isn't it a blessing to be here tonight and to sing of all the reasons our heart sings because of what God has done for us and continues to do for us. And as a child of God, we have these blessings that He offers to us. And I hope if you're here and are a child of God that these songs that we've sang to one another have been an encouragement and been a, been a reminder of all that God does for us. But if you're here and not a child of God, I hope it's spurned some interest to see all the blessings that God wants you to have, the blessings that God has in store for you as a child of His. This week as Philip was getting this together, he put on his Facebook a question, what causes your heart to sing? What has God done to cause your heart to sing? And he had many responses. I'd like to share with you a few of them. Some of them were just daily things, whereas others were, were a little deeper. Some such as answered prayers, horses that come when I call, a lake to fish in. When you rock a sweet baby and you can feel its little heart beat against you, only God can provide such a blessing as a child. Another one said, a husband that's loved me and made me happy for 41 years. His grace, his love, our family. Another one said, my heart sings when I come home and my dog is wagging her tail to meet me. Love my sweet girl. Another one said, God's healing. One said, the great artist paints for us every night a beautiful sunset and then he awakens us with a wonderful sunrise. This is just one reminder of what our great God does for us. Luanda Davis said, My heart sings when I remember the 48 years with my soulmate. Michaela Kaff said, Her heart sings for everything God has given us and our abilities. We don't always appreciate what's been given to us, but we need to. I know the Kaff family's heart is singing tonight with little Andre being with them. Bethany Owens said, My heart sings when I think how beautiful God's creation is on this earth, on the earth that we only live a temporary, on temporarily, and how much more beautiful and glorious heaven will be when we get to live there eternally. Others were more of a spiritual nature, such as God, because God sent Jesus to be my righteousness when I had none of my own. Beth Anderson said, in spite of my faults and flaws and sins, God looks at me and sees his son. Agape love ain't like no other. Another one said, the ability to know that the war has been won and we are the victors. So many reasons for our heart to sing for what God has done for us. And yet I wonder if he would have asked, what's the most important thing or what's the biggest thing that God has done in your life? to cause your heart to sing, I would bet answers would be very similar. If you had to think of a scripture that went along with that, many would probably go maybe to John 3.16, a verse we all know very well. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God's love demonstrated towards us. And yet another one that we could go to that's, that's maybe even more impressive would be Romans 5. Romans 5 verse 8, beginning it says, But God demonstrates His own love toward us in that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. 
Much more than having been now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Look at verse 10. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, how much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. You see, God loved us and gave his son for us, but he did it at a time when we were enemies of his. You see, it's a wonderful thing to do something for a friend. It's a wonderful thing to, to sacrifice for a friend. But God showed his love for us while we were enemies, while we were against him, while we had sin in our life. He sent Christ to be our Savior. And then to think about that a little bit further. You think, well, when did God do that? How did that design, how did that plan come into effect? 1 Peter chapter 1. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 19 and 20. It's talking about the salvation that we have through Christ. It says in verse 18, Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition of your fathers, but you were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. Listen to this. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in these last times for you. He was foreordained before the foundation of the world. Think of that. Jesus was there at creation. John 1.1 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was there in the beginning. And yet, before the foundation of the world was even laid... He knew that at some point creation would choose sin, would choose unrighteousness. And that sin would separate us from God. And so before the first let there be was said, a plan was made for our redemption. A plan that involved all of the Godhead. The Godhead being God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And all three of them play a critical role in our redemption. God the Father is the father figure. Remember Jesus told the story of the prodigal son. And in that story, God is shown as a father with his arms outstretched. He runs to meet the wayward son and, and bring him back. Jesus, of course, in our plan of redemption, is our redeemer. He's the perfect lamb that came and was offered on our behalf. The Holy Spirit throughout time in our plan of redemption has been the communication from God. It's what's guided the prophets to write God's word. It's what's guided the apostles to write God's word. So just think of that. Before the foundation was, was laid, this plan was laid out for us to be redeemed back to God. Because it's only through being a child of God that we can have all these blessings that we've sung about tonight that we can have all the blessings that God has in store for us is through being a child of His. Ephesians 1 verse 3 tells us that He's prepared every spiritual blessing for us in Christ. It's in Christ that we have the spiritual blessings that God wants us to have. So the question is, am I in Christ? Am I a child of God? 
Am I an individual who, who has done what God has asked me to do to become a child of His? So you say, well, what, what would that be? Romans 6 paints a beautiful picture of what God has asked us to do to become His child. Romans 6, verse 3 says, Or do you not know as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into His death? You see, baptism is what puts us into Christ. As we come to God believing that Jesus is the Son of God, being willing to repent of our sins, being willing to confess Him as the Son of God, we then submit ourselves to baptism. And you say, well, why baptism? Why is that what puts us into Christ? Look what he says in Romans 6 here. Therefore, we're buried with Him through baptism into death, that just as Jesus was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. For if we've been uh, united together in the likeness of His death, certainly we shall be in the likeness of His resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with Him, that the body of sin might be done away, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. You see the picture God paints? When we come to God in obedience, we're crucifying this old man. We're saying, Lord, it's no longer my will, but it's your will that I want to seek. We're crucifying this old man just as Christ was crucified on the cross. When Christ was crucified on the cross, they took him down and they put him in a tomb. That's what baptism is. We enter the watery graves of baptism right here. And we go down under that water. And scripture just told us that we rise to walk in newness of life. Just as Jesus rose from the dead on the third day, we rise up out of that water, our sins have been washed away, and we are a child of God. Friends, there's so many reasons that God gives for our hearts to sing. There's so many blessings that He puts in our life. And so many spiritual blessings and, and future blessings that He has for us as His children. And so the question is, are you a child of God? Have you done the necessary things to become in Christ, to become a child of God, that you may inherit all these blessings that He has for you? Maybe you're a child of God and, and at some point you've gotten off track. God is that loving Father with His arms wide open, ready to receive us back when we're ready to come to Him. What's your spiritual condition? If we can help you in any way tonight... To, step, to, to take that step closer to God, either becoming a child of His or being restored as His child. We ask that you come as together we stand and sing.